Hello and welcome to Bible Through My Lens. This is a five-minute commentary where I bring the Bible alive for you using everyday examples so that you're able to grasp the text that you're reading. We're going to be starting in the book of Romans. So the book of Romans was written by Paul to the church in Rome. These were early Christians who weren't so grounded in their faith and Paul was writing to them because it couldn't work with them at the time. So he wrote to them beforehand just so that they could understand some basic truths of the gospel. And so we'll be going right into it. So verse 1 says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart of the gospel of God. Wow. Do you ever think that God can't use you because you have a less than perfect past? If you ever thought that and you read this, I hope it cancels that notion for you. Paul was a persecutor of Christians and still used by God for the propagation of the gospel. And you might think that Paul wrote this, so maybe he twisted the truth, but think about it. Most of the epistles were written by him, so that's true. So if you ever thought that God can't use you because you have a past, think again. Now verse 2 says that the gospel he promised before and through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. No, the gospel was not an afterthought. God did not just wake up one day and think, hmm. It would be nice to go on earth, live as a mortal for a couple of years, see how these mortals do things, right? It wasn't an afterthought. It was something that was in place before the foundation of the world, which is what we see in Ephesians. And here it says that the gospel it promised before and through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. And the Holy Scriptures are what? The Holy Scriptures are the Old Testament. Right? So we see the gospel was prophesied in the Old Testament and it was fulfilled in the New Testament. Great to God. So now verse 3 and 4, it says regarding his son, who as to his earthly life was a descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the son of God in power. What does it say? This clearly tells us that God was fully God and fully man. He was born as a descendant of David, but also appointed the son of God in power, right? It wasn't born of the seed of man, but by the power of God. So Paul is just laying some basic foundations, some basic truths before going into the crux of the matter, right? So now verse 5, it says, Through him we received grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. And you are among those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. Have you ever had really, really good news that you can't wait to share? This is entirely it. So Paul is so excited and he's going from beginning to the middle, back to the beginning. So again, also laying foundations, it starts with introducing them to the gospel, right? It says here in verse 5, Through him we receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles, including you the Nigerian, you the Canadian, you the American, you the British, right you're all gentiles except you are jewish you are gen you're a gentile and it says to the obedience that comes from faith not faith plus works not works not faith then works but through faith which is pretty much the gospel right so it says through faith for his name's sake and you are among those gentiles who belong to jesus christ so yeah so it just quickly lays the foundation of the gospel and in verse 7 is just greeting them and saying to all in rome loved of god grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Now in verse 8, it mentions something profound. It says that first I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world, which means that their faith wasn't something that was private. Their faith wasn't something that they kept to themselves. Their faith was something that was public, was something people knew about. So much that the reports got to Paul. So you should not think that your faith is a private matter. And in verse 9 to 11, it says, 
God whom I serve in my spirit in preaching of the gospel of his son is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now at last by God's will the way, the way may be made and open for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts to make you strong. So this means that this tells us that just like Paul wanted to see the, um, the Romans so that he could impart in them something and make them strong, it's the same way that as a believer, you need to belong to a family, you need to be submitted to some form of leadership that's responsible for your growth. You're not a lone ranger. You need to be committed to someone who is responsible for your growth. So that's what we're going to be talking today. So three things we've learned today. The first is that irrespective of the past that you have, God can use you. The second is that your faith should not be private. And the third is that you should be submitted to someone who is responsible for your growth. See you next time. Bye.